Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Cajun Conservative. I'm glad you decided to join us tonight as we go ahead and pursue life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't believe in that no more. But hey, look, everything's going good in the Bayou, man. This is a, a busy week, guys. I just want to say uh, it's been a week since I got into the studio to get to do another podcast like this, and I'm just grateful. That I can be here and do this. Look, last week was real busy for me in my personal life, you know, with ministry and personal things going on. But man, just a lot of news last week. I mean, a lot of news. And I see why Rush Limbaugh, Sean Hannity, and all these conservative talk show hosts do this on a normal basis. They do it every day of their life and they get paid for it. Because, man, when I first started doing this show, I'm thinking, well, I got a lot of opinions. I'm going to go ahead and voice my opinion, let everybody know what's going on, how I feel. But you got to know what's going on, so you have to keep an eye on the news. With that in ministry and working all the time, man, it's it's tough. But I'm willing to do it to go ahead and get my opinion across. A lot of people, when I start talking about politics, are like, oh, you're talking about that again? But there's some people out there that when you start talking about politics, they're like, oh, yeah, I would like to I would like to talk to you about that. And with all this election stuff, I said it a while back, I was getting phone calls. Uh, is the president uh, is is did Trump win? Did Biden win? And we got all this voter fraud and all this the, the Joe Biden saying, oh, that's baloney and all that stuff. But guys, you got to realize that there, there's a lot of news out there, and I'm just knowing that. Hey, keep a grin on. Now, there's a lot of news stories that I would like to get to tonight, but unfortunately, we only got 15, 20 minute tops. I don't like keeping people too too long. But you know, hey, if it happens that we go a little longer, I don't mind. It is my show. I don't have no one breathing down my neck. But um, it's just, you know, I, I don't want to keep it too, too, too long tonight. But, um, but man, we just got a lot of topics to go on. There are three topics I would like to discuss. Uh, to date is November 17th, Tuesday, November 17th, two weeks out from the election. And we still don't know who's the president. You might be saying, well, Joe Biden is the president-elect. He even got his own office, the office of the president-elect, which we're going to the stories we're going to talk about tonight, that gets really under my skin about Joe Biden right now. We're going to go ahead and talk about that in a little bit. Also, I want to go ahead and bring out Whoopi Goldberg from The View. Now, you, 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 nine out of ten, you know who Whoopi Goldberg is, but she said some things that I really, really just irritated me to the core and i'm gonna go ahead and discuss that a little bit tonight but first and foremost i want to talk about the mega march you could say that happened in washington dc and how the media is just tearing that apart and giving you false information i gotta tell you a story though saturday i had the the the, the privilege of seeing my little sister 
married a man of her dreams. It's the saying that I don't know if she listens to this podcast or what, but I got to, to see them. And right before the wedding started, I had a message from a dear friend of mine. And he said, look at this. And I saw Washington, D.C., full of Trump supporters marching and and declare and saying stop the stealing of the vote stop doing all all the 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 fraud that's going on and i was like wow this is i didn't hear about it and it's funny how when black lives matter or altifa or somebody has a rally or a protest you hear it all over the news you hear it from the top of their lungs saying, yes, they're voicing their opinion. They're voicing their second, yeah, their second amendment, right? That they can peacefully protest and they can do it while buildings are burning in the background. They're still performing their second amendment. All right. It's all over the media and it's all over, but I never heard. I didn't hear about this. I I did some research. If I'm not mistaken, when DC only gave them a permit for 10,000 people, Still a lot of people, 10,000. I read an article that said about 300,000 showed up. I heard on Rush Limbaugh's show a woman that says she went there and it was about a million people. Funny how the media is trying to cut down the numbers. But they went ahead and there was between 300,000 to a million people there. So we go ahead and I'm... You know, I, I do my Saturday. I'm not worried about the news right then and there. You know, hey, I'm participating in a wedding. I'm having fun. I'm, you know, at the end of the night, though, I look at my phone and my phone goes across and it's the Daily Mail. And the Daily Mail says violence erupts at March for Trump rally or the mega march. And it's, it's bad. And I looked at it. I'm thinking, wow. My first thought of this was, what is the Daily Mail hiding? You know, they, they, look, my first instinct was, I bet this is a peaceful protest. But the media is going to go ahead and make it sound like it was bad, it was violent, and the, these people are, are are tearing down buildings and stuff like that. And we had, you know, a few months ago, Minneapolis and other major cities being looted and burned down. And the, the I'm going to refresh some of your memory when I, I I was watching, I saw this, I, seen, I think it was a CNN news reporter that was talking to the mic and said, yes, yes, news anchor, the, the man, it's a peaceful, pro, it's a mostly peaceful protest. There's nothing going on, and there's a building burning in the back. Mostful peaceful protest. So I left it alone Saturday night. I didn't want to deal with that, but Sunday, oh, I started looking into it. And you're going to, I, I looked at the Washington Post, the Daily Mail, and the New York Post. The New York Post, out of all three of those, are probably the most conservative one out of there. Start hearing on the, uh, start reading and everything, and two of them say, it's the Trump supporters' fault. Late into the night, the Altifa and the Black Lives Matter people came to protest. And these Trump, mean, big, mean Trump supporters started telling them, no, no, see, it's the Trump supporters, folks, because they intimidated him. Then you read the New York Post, and the New York Post is like, no, throughout the day, these Black Lives Matter and these Altifa people started coming and trying to mingle into the crowd and push them to the back. And the Trump supporters said, no, you're not coming ruin our march. 
you got to go ahead and get out of here. Well, they were so scared that they went hide behind the police. I'm saying I'm doing quotation marks right there, by the way. It's funny how they want to defund the police. But when they, when their life feels threatened or they, they feel like something's about to happen to them, they're quick to go to their cell phones and dial 911. Horrible. But anyway, the day goes on. People started leaving and it's, it started getting nightfall. And guess what happened? Oh, they came out of the woodworks at night, started sucker punching Trump supporters, spray painting uh, Trump supporters, pouring liquid on them. Wait a minute. There was, it, was, it was a peaceful protest. I heard that yesterday and today, how this, this was a peaceful protest until it got to nightfall, and these Black Lives Matter and Altifa people came out and started, started messing with the Trump supporters. So who's in the wrong? I can tell you who's in the wrong. It's the counter-protesters for the mega rally, or the mega march this Saturday. These people are hypocrites. Because when when Trump supporters try to go counter protest their rallies and their marches, you better get out of here. You're not gonna mess up this rally for us. You're not gonna go ahead and show your hatred, bigger, uh, bigot, bigotry, and all that stuff. But we have a rally. But the, the Trump supporters have a rally. I wasn't there. Like I said, I didn't know about it until Saturday. It's funny how when. Trump supporters try to have a peaceful protest or a march or a rally. There's people out there and the media glorifies them. It it shouldn't surprise nobody. If you're listening to this podcast, nine out of 10, you're a conservative Republican and you, you, this should get under your skin folks. And who's all the, and who's the blame according to all the mainstream media's media outlets out there. It is, The Trump supporters. Yes, folks, the Trump supporters intimidated these people to go ahead and sucker punch them in the back of the neck and throw beer or liquids down their down their hair and and chase them out of Washington, D.C. Yes, folks, that's the Trump supporters fault because they intimidated. No, the the Trump supporters went ahead and defended their right and said, you're not going to mess this up for us. That's that that's sad. That's sad, and and, and then all this all this stuff with voter fraud—they calling us conspiracy theorists and everything. Oh man, y'all doing that because y'all conspiracy theories. Y'all, know, they were crying voter fraud for the last four years. They didn't have evidence. You know, they spend—I believe it's three point seven or a lot more money, a lot of money—to say Trump was innocent. Mueller never said he was innocent. Mueller said Trump wasn't involved. If you go ahead and read the Mueller report, but they went on a, a, a hoax for four years without any proof. There's a slight little proof going on that there is voter fraud. They call us conspiracy theories and there's not enough evidence to change the vote. That, that just, that just blows my mind away. Blow my mind away. The, the media is not covering this right folks. Uh, a lady went on Rush Limbaugh's show the other day and said that I went home after the rally and the march. We marched, I believe they marched from the Washington Capitol to the Supreme Court. She went on the news and none of the news outlets were reporting it right. You know, it's sad. Fox News would have done that back in the day. 
But no, they don't. Now, I have not listened to Tucker Carlson last night or uh, at this time. He's playing right now of this recording. I don't have a chance to watch it because I'm doing this program and other programs later on. It's sad, though, people, that the Trump supporters cannot, I repeat, cannot get fair coverage. This mega march was peaceful. But the media is making it sound like it was the Trump supporters and the people that are standing up for stop this fraud's fault. It's sad, folks. It's sad. Uh, going on to the next subject, as I said, Whoopi Goldberg. Man, I heard this story the other day, and I, I, I said, boy, that's going to be my whole program. But, like I said, a lot of news this week. Um, Whoopi Goldberg went ahead and showed up on The View the other day, and she was going, she was talking about this election. And she told us, the Trump supporters, you know, I'm, I'm going to refresh your memory on something. We are the back of deplorables and the chumps. You know who said that? Well, Hillary Clinton called us the basket of deplorables. And Biden called us chumps. But Whoopi Goldberg was on there. And then look, they, look. They, the, the, it's, it's funny how the, the media likes the name call. I'm just saying. But anyway, we're going to go ahead and talk about Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg said the other day that us Trump supporters need to, pardon my French, suck it up. Because four years ago, they went ahead and accepted the election of Donald Trump. You didn't hear Hillary Clinton walking around. So us Trump supporters need to go ahead and just accept this outcome of this election. I'm going to be nice. What? Whoopi Goldberg. I, I doubt she's listening, but hey, I'm a small-time podcaster. I can go ahead and do this stuff. Whoopi. Don't you know that Hillary Clinton wrote a whole book? Saying how she was stolen the election from Donald Trump from the Russians. Remember what I said earlier? The Democrats, they did this whole special investigation to prove that the Russians interfered with our elections. And all they came up with is that a few Russian agents put a couple of ads on Facebook. That was all. But they went for three years, almost four, of saying how how they lost that election because of the Russians. But in full reality, folks, they never accepted Donald Trump as the president. That's why they went with this coup. Now we got proof. where There is voter fraud out there. I talk to everyone every day, and they say, yeah, Trump lost that election because of fraud. And you know what's sad? Whoopi Goldberg, I I can't say her name. Whoopi, I'm just going to say it like that. Whoopi. Whoopi went ahead on The View and told us to to text. I'm going to say it like this, to accept this election. Without conceding, you know, that tells, you know, with conceding and all that. Look, (laughs) I'm so frustrated. I'm sorry, folks. But this makes me mad when the media tells us to, hey, accept the election. And we say, well, what about this? What about that? What about all this stuff? Oh, don't worry about that. Just accept the election. There's no proof of fraud. 
But they went ahead for four years. Or close coming to four years. Yes, Donald Trump stole the election because the Russians helped him. Yep, 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 yep. Folks. This is mind-boggling that these liberals are going to go ahead and try to, to to put us in the back pocket and then just say, look, y'all don't worry about it. Let Biden be president because they despise and hate Trump. I'm sorry, Whoopi. We're not giving up. We're gonna. I'm, I'm supporting the president, and I'm going to tell the president, keep on fighting, sir. You're fighting for us. Whoopi Goldberg don't know what she's talking about. I wonder why the I wonder why they they trying to hush hush this so much. What goes into my next story? Um, Joe Biden the other day I was watching um, on the news, and Joe Biden goes to give a speech. He did one yesterday uh, on the sixteenth of November about the economy, and I seen it again, and it just flared up. I didn't think about it until I was like, yeah, that's what I need to talk about. Whoopi Goldberg went ahead and told us to go ahead and just accept this election. Trump should concede and give Biden the transition and all that stuff. The media is pushing real hard for some reason, but Joe Biden has took it up a, a step further. When he goes ahead and gives a speech, he has a, a fake presidential plaque. And on besides the plaque, it says the office of the president elect. I looked at that the first time I saw it. I'm like, What? Wait a minute. Is there an office of the president-elect? <laughs> yes, and he's going up there. Yeah, me and Vice President-elect Harris. And talking about it, but... Folks, I don't know if you looked at it much. There is no office of the president-elect. None. To be honest with you, according uh, the they sent a letter to Joe Biden the other day. Congress said you're not the president elect until the states meet together and select their electorates, and then when they vote, you're the president elect. You're officially. Well, the media went ahead and claimed him the president elect. There's a difference with being the president elect and projected president elect. There's a big difference. But he's he's running off of there the office of the president elect. He's not even president yet, and he's lying to you, folks. There's no such thing as the office of the president-elect. None whatsoever. But Joe Biden's up there, and the media's embracing it. And you know what they do at these office of the president-elect press conference? It burned me up yesterday. He goes ahead, and he gives a speech about the economy. Yes, I met with this company and that company and, and this company, and I was encouraged. By what they were saying. We're going to make this economy great. We're going to do it in COVID. And, and he starts saying how he's going to do all this. But he don't give no details. None whatsoever. And the media comes asks him. Um, w- w- this new vi- va- vaccine is coming out sir. Which that's some good news. There's two vaccines coming out. With one's a 90 and one's a 94% uh, positivity rate. And they ask him about that. And he goes ahead and says. Well unless Trump. Let's be in his transition team. We, you know, people are going to die. Nobody asks a follow-up question. Well, how are these people going to die, Mr. Vice President-elect? Or uh, President-elect? How? They don't ask him that question. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. Folks, you need to keep your eyes open. Because the media is making it sound like he won this thing and he did not win this thing yet. Nevada, I just saw uh, 
um, a flash on my phone, a, uh, a notification that the Trump campaign is contesting the Nevada, uh, uh, Nevada election. They're recounting in Georgia right now, which <laughs> come out for the last two days, they found 5,700 votes. 3,000 votes were found Monday with this hand hand uh, this hand count, and 2,700 were found today. Just so happened. And they're both in Republican-heavy areas. Are all the votes are going to go for Trump? Probably not. But it's funny if they would go and they were found in a closet. That's a side note for what this is. He is not the president-elect yet. The states have until, I think, the 20th of November to certify elections, and not one state's ready to certify, and they're holding back. I believe they're holding back until they hear from the Supreme Court. But there's recounts going on in Georgia. There's a contested vote in Nevada. Wisconsin, I believe, is in a recount. Pennsylvania is in lawsuits. Michigan is in lawsuits. This is far from over. I'm not trying to give you false hope. I honestly believe there is hope that President Donald Trump will still be president for the next four years. But this makes me angry that Joe Biden's going out there with a title. And I can hear y'all, my liberal friends. I can hear the liberal friends say, well, y'all called him president elect the night of the election. Yes, because there was no contention. President Trump won a lot of states by landslides. And he had the Electoral College sold up. He didn't have five states being contested. I heard, um, and I don't mention him too much because I can't, I, I disagree with him totally, but Guy Benson. Guy Benson says Stacey Abrams contested an election where she she lost the election by 54,000 votes. Do you know, I believe it's Arizona, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Uh, yeah, Wisconsin, Nevada, and Michigan. Trump only lost them three states combined by 45,000 votes. That's three states. And, it, and Stacey Abrams was worried about uh, um, Georgia. This election's close, folks. Don't lose heart. Keep the faith. Just look. I'm going to tell you for the last point right here. Jesus is king. Jesus is never going to fail. If you trust in him, hey, everything will be fine. This is it for the Cajun Conservative tonight. I thank you for listening to this podcast. Please go ahead, like, subscribe, and share with your friends. Until next time, from the swamps of Louisiana, this is the Cajun Conservative. You have a good night.